This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hagistilianos. As a teaching pastor for more than 35 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. His extraordinary seven-day series entitled, Welcome Holy Spirit, is one of Pastor Ray's most anointed. So prepare to be overwhelmingly blessed as he takes on the spiritual challenge of explaining the character, holy nature, and role of the often misunderstood third person of the blessed Holy Trinity. We're reminded that after Jesus returned to heaven, it was none other than the Holy Spirit himself whom he sent to earth to personally help each of us every day to fulfill our God-given purpose in this lifetime. Actually living within us, yet also one with the Father and the Son, his promise is never to leave us as he so powerfully ministers as master teacher, lover of pure truth, righteous judge, comforter, and loving counselor. What a comfort it should be to know that, if we allow Him, He will absolutely change us and direct our path. How can we not confidently ask ourselves, how can the Holy Spirit help me today? Watch out into the Gospel of John, chapter 14. We're going to continue our study on the Holy Spirit. And I'm just having so much fun delving into this and just, you know, looking up different verses and reminding myself and and, uh, things that that I've studied and learned about the Holy Spirit is so powerful, so, so powerful. So I want you to open to uh, John chapter 14, but I also want you to get a finger in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 2. All right, so John chapter 14, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, and we'll get over to 1 Corinthians in just a few minutes. We're in the Gospel of John chapter 14, and as we've been laying down, Jesus is giving some instructions to his disciples. You know, isn't it interesting that Jesus was like such a great teacher? He didn't want there to be anything, you know, as a matter, let me, let me back up. Jesus was a great communicator. And he wanted to make sure that nothing was left um, undone. And such a great communicator that these men were able to write down the specifics of what Jesus had said to them and what Jesus had taught to them. And it's verified throughout the Gospels, you know, as the Gospels harmonize. So Jesus is getting ready to finish his earthly ministry, getting ready to go through the crucifixion, the burial, and then the resurrection, and, and ultimately the ascension back to heaven. And he's giving instructions about the Holy Spirit. And uh, we pick it up here in John's Gospel, chapter 14, and we just go over, just for the point of review, on some of the things that he said. So I'll, I'll read, start reading in verse 15. And Jesus said, If you love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever, the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him for he dwells with you and he will be in you. I will not leave you orphans, I will come to you. So some of the things that we learn from this opening uh, verses or opening verse um, is that first of all, Jesus refers to the Holy Spirit as a he. So the Holy Spirit is not a vapor, he's not a ghost, he's not, he doesn't float around aimlessly in the air. He is a distinct uh, person. He is an actual person. Jesus referred to him as a he, not an it. So he said, he's going to come. And he called him, he, he identified him as the helper. So the thing that I learned is that the overall purpose for the Holy Spirit coming uh, to the believer 
uh, to live in the believer and to dwell in the believer is for the purpose of helping the believer, helping you and me through, uh, through life. We all go through challenges. We all go through difficulties. But we're not facing them alone. Don't ever say you're alone. I was talking to somebody the other day, and they were just kind of like, I'm alone. I have nobody. My parents passed away. This, you know, uh, my, my family's gone. I'm alone. Well, you're not alone. If you're a believer in Jesus Christ, if you're someone who's received Christ as Savior, if you're someone who's turned your heart over to the Lord, and you're following after Jesus, and you're living for Jesus and not for yourself, the Holy Spirit came the minute you gave your heart to Jesus Christ and in sincerity and truly became born again. He came to live in your heart and live in your life. And he said, I won't leave you. I will never forsake you. I will not leave you as an orphan. So you're not alone. The greatest help you could ever have is the help of God. Jesus said, I'm not going to leave you orphans. I'm not going to leave you by yourself. I'm not going to leave you fatherless. I'm not going to leave you without some parental guidance and assistance and help. I'm coming to you in the form of the Holy Spirit, and he will guide you. He will do all of these wonderful things. He says, um, and he will be with you, and he will be in you. So the Holy Spirit doesn't live in this church, although this church is set apart for a holy purpose, and we would only do holy and godly things here. Um, when this building is empty, God is not here. When we are all gathered in this church, God is here with us because when we walk in the door, we bring the Holy Spirit with us. Now, although this building is holy and set apart for the Lord, and so, but the, the presence of God doesn't dwell in a house made by hand or made, made by human hands. The Holy Spirit now dwells in the heart of every believer. So every single believer, every person who's truly given their heart to Jesus and truly become born again, has the Holy Spirit dwelling and living in them. So he's not just with you, he's in you. So that's why we shouldn't be afraid of uh, going into dark places or afraid to face sinners or, you know, well, the Holy Spirit is with us. And wherever we go, we bring the Holy Spirit or the presence of God with us. Amen? Come on, give me a better amen than that. All right. So we go on to say, let's go over to, let's see, did, 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 verse 25. He said, these things I have spoken to you while being present with you, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, again, he refers to him as the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. So he begins to identify the Holy Spirit as a teacher, not only a teacher, but a reminder. So the Holy Spirit is the best teacher you could ever have. He's helped me and he says he'll teach you all things, not only the things that pertain to uh, scripture and to living as a Christian, although that should, that's number one on his list of priorities. He'll teach you in any area that you need to be taught. He'll teach you things in the natural. He's, he's the best instructor, the best teacher that you could ever have. The Holy Spirit will teach you, but you've got to learn your lessons. Did you all hear what I said? The Holy Spirit will teach you, but you've got to learn your lessons. Now, Jesus said, even put a protection in there. He said, he'll not only teach you, but he'll remind you. So even if you've forgotten some of the lessons along the way, because you got cocky again, huh? or you got fleshy again, and you've forgotten some of the things that the Holy Spirit taught you, guess what? God loves us so much that he said he'll not only teach you, but he'll remind you and bring you back to your remembrance of things that you have forgotten in an effort to try to draw you back on the right path and get you to where you need to go or where God wants you to be or where you want to go. So he's not only our teacher, he's also our reminder. But he'll remind you of all kinds of things. You know? And here, here's, here's, here's one part of it that we, many of us forget is we have to cultivate that relationship with him by sometimes just listening just quieting our lives down and listening to the directions of the Holy Spirit. Because he will. He will give you awesome, because he's an awesome teacher. He's an awesome reminder. All right? So then we, we went on and we said that, um, so he said, I will teach you and I will bring all things to your remembrance. Let's go down to verse 26. And he says, but when the Spirit, 
or when the Helper comes, whom I shall send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth, who proceeds from the Father, he will testify of me, and you also will bear witness. In other words, this is, this is called Holy Ghost-led and inspired witnessing and evangelism. So in other words, I go and I tell the world, I tell people who I encounter throughout you know, my life about Jesus and what he's done in my life. But see, I have never, I've never been successful at convincing anybody of the truth and the reality of God. All I do is give my, witness, I give my testimony, I witness to people, and it's the Holy Spirit who will come in and convince people that what you're saying is truth. So you, don't, you just don't know who you're reaching or who you're touching, so don't ever get frustrated by speaking the Word of God. Because we are not the convincers. All we are are the tellers. All we are are the ones who bring the news, the good news of Jesus Christ. It's the Holy Spirit that does the convicting. It's the Holy Spirit that does the convincing. So, you see, some of us maybe, you know, have backed up from our, our evangelism, our personal testimony and testifying, but we've got to get out in the world and tell people and then just step out of the way and let the Holy Spirit do the rest of the work. All right, verse 13. He said, however, when he, the Spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. All right, we talked about how the Holy Spirit, we have built within us a guidance system, the Holy Spirit himself. He will guide you. He will prompt you. He will tell you what you should do, what you shouldn't do, where you should go, how you should go, what you should say. He will guide you safely in every situation uh, that you face in life because that's his ministry. He is our guide. And he will guide you every, in every area and everything you would ever face in life. We talked about GPS system that's in your car and as long as you pay attention because there's a device in space that's tracking you and knows exactly where you are and knows exactly how to get you from where you are to where you want to go because it can see things that you can't see. Well, the Holy Spirit knows and sees things that you can't know or you don't know and you can't see. But he knows exactly how to get you there unhindered, diverting the, the pitfalls, getting around the, 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 uh, the enemy's booby traps. He will show you how to get to your destination supernaturally. He will guide you. He will, he will guide you. So you see, I ask the Holy Spirit, guide me, help me, show me, tell me, teach me. So the Holy Spirit is our guide and he will guide us safely to where we want to go. All right. So he said he will guide you for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. Now listen, this is what I want to talk about today for a little bit. He will tell you of things to come. The Holy Spirit will tell you of things to come. In other words, the Holy Spirit is going to give you glimpses of future events in your life, future events in your situations that you may not know anything about right now, but he's going to give you little, little glimpses, little uh, you know, uh, ideas of what is about to happen and what's about to take place in your life. You know, the Holy Spirit knows exactly. See, see, where you are right now didn't catch the Holy Spirit by, by surprise. He already knew. The only reason why sometimes we don't know is because we're not taking the time to listen to the Holy Spirit because he will tell you of things to come. So let's go over to 1 Corinthians chapter 2. And uh, this is powerful. This is powerful. The Holy Spirit will give you glimpses of things to come. All right? Now listen. Watch this. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. I, verse 9. I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have it entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. How many of you love God? How many of you are trusting Jesus for your eternal salvation, have confessed him as Lord and Savior? How many of you believe in the living God, the only living God? Let me see your hand. Come on, put your hand up. Say, that's me if it's you. 
The Bible says that if you're a lover of God and a follower of Jesus Christ and a follower of his word and ways, the Bible says that God has something prepared for you. But let me tell you, sometimes, even though God has something prepared for you, your ear can't hear it, your eye can't see it, nor can you perceive it with your natural mind. Because sometimes you're in the thick of it. Sometimes you're in warfare. Sometimes you're in dark times. Sometimes you're in the, in the enemy's entrapment. Sometimes things happen. Things crash in on you. And you cannot perceive it. You cannot see it. Now listen to what the word says. It says in verse 10, But God has revealed them to us through His Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him? In other words, brothers and sisters, sometimes you can be in a place where you, you, you just, you think your life is over. Some of us have been tricked by the enemy because we found ourselves in difficult times and because we could not perceive with our ear or understand or see with our eye or understand with our natural ability, we've lost hold because we got into a difficult place. But if you're a lover of God, if you have given your heart to the Lord, let me tell you what, none of us have been built or created on, uh, by mistake. Every one of us have been created on purpose, with a purpose, for a purpose that God put in us before the foundation of the world. The enemy is working double time to try to trick you and keep you from coming to the fullness of the plan that God has for you. He's a thief. He's a liar. He's a cheat. And we need to see it and rise up once again and say, listen, I may be in a dark place. I may be in an uncomfortable place. I may be somewhere where I don't want to be. And, if, and my eye may not be able to see. My ear may not be able to hear. I may not be able to perceive it in my spirit. But I'm going to tell you. By the Holy Spirit, He will reveal the good things that God has for you, even in the times of darkness and testing and trial and, and commotion in your life. If you just look to the Holy Spirit, sometimes you're just going to see a little crack in the, in, in the barricade or the, the blockade that's there. Sometimes it's just a little glimmer of light that comes through. But I know that I know if I keep my eye on that little glimmer, I know that if I keep pressing through that there's something good beyond this obstacle, that God has something good and powerful and awesome planned for me. Very easy. I sometimes can't see it, ear can't hear it, especially when you're going through something extremely difficult and you've fallen into a trap or you've fallen into something that the devil has set up for you. Sometimes your eye is not going to be able to see it. Your ear is... See, see, you see, the things of God can't be perceived in the natural. The future blessings, the future things that God wants to do in your life cannot totally be perceived with your natural senses. Because the natural man is, 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 is resistant to the things of God. That's why it has to be picked up and understood in the Spirit and by the Spirit. And the Holy Spirit works in this realm or in this area of giving you, telling you of things to, if it wasn't for the Holy Spirit's voice, encouragement, say, you're going to get through this time. It's going to be all right. You don't know what's about to come. You, don't, you, you can't see it, but something good is about to come. It's so good, I can't tell you about it. <laughs> Not yet. Because I want to see you step it out in faith and in trust. But I'm just telling you, so, how many of you know that something good is about to happen?
how many of you also know that, 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 that there's an enemy who's tried to pressure you and try to rob your future and try to rob the blessings of God from you? How many of you have ever been or might be in a place right now where it's hard for your ear to hear it? It's hard for your eye to see it. It's hard for your natural mind to pick it up. Anybody in that place? But you know by the Spirit that something good, that God has something really, really good in store for you. Come on, somebody. In this it's the truth. Sometimes you, 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 you can only pick it up in the Spirit by the Spirit. The Holy Spirit's here to do that. Why? Because He's here to help us. If it wasn't for His help, if it wasn't for His persistence in my life, I mean, you know, by nature, I'm a quitter. I really am. Like, it gets too hard. It's like, I'm done. If it wasn't for the Holy Spirit, you know, occasionally they just pull back that veil to say, look, there's more. Look. Like, Whoa, wait a minute. I want to see more. No, if it wasn't for the Holy Spirit to give me some idea of what was yet to come, I probably packed it in a long time ago. That's what I say. Some of you have quit. Some of you have given up because you hit, a, you hit a bump in the road. You hit a hard spot. You turned your back. You walked away from the dream, from the vision, from the desire, from the purposes. You know you were called for a purpose because God created you before the foundations of the world with a purpose. It's the enemy that's trying to steal it from you and it doesn't matter what it is. The enemy's trying to trick you out of it, cheat you out of it, talk you out of it, push you away from it. It's the enemy that wants to steal the things of God from you. It's the enemy that's, that's the trouble. And you may be in that place where you're all confused and cloudy and, and foggy. Your eye can't get it. Your ear can't, can't get it. Your, your natural mind can't get it. But you can get it from the Spirit. You can get it from the Holy Spirit. If you look to the Holy Spirit and say, Holy Spirit, encourage me right now. I just need a little glimpse of things. That you were, you were going to tell me of some things to, to come. I need to hear about some things to come. Because where I am right now is not good. Am I speaking to anybody in this church today? God has something good prepared for you. And sometimes your mind can't get it. Sometimes your, your eye can't see it. Your ear can't hear it. That's why I say we've, we've got to have a resurrection Sunday here. Some of you need to be resurrected. You've got to kick the devil in the teeth. You've got to get up once again. You've got, you've got to recommit yourself to the Lord and say, God, I'm sorry for not, not believing you. I'm sorry for not having followed you. I'm going to pick that dream, that vision up, that desire up once again, and I'm going for it all the way. Eye has not seen, nor ear has heard, nor has it entered into the mind of man or the heart of man. The good things, the great things, the awesome things that God has prepared for those who love him. This is one time where your butt's not getting in your way. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit for the Spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things. See, the Holy Spirit knows the deep things from the mind of God. The Holy Spirit knows exactly what you have been created for, your purpose. God, uh, the Holy Spirit knows the thoughts and the minds of the Father. And His job in this earth is to give us glimpses, to tell us of what's to come. So what, you're, what you, you know, uh, you may have a, you may have a vision, a purpose in your heart, and God has spoken to you, and maybe having a hard time, you know, it hasn't come to pass. Don't worry about it. Just put it into the hands of the Holy Spirit. In His time, it will come in its time. See, see you, you, you've been created. You've been created to do something awesome in this life. You've been created to enjoy this life. 
and to, to bear the testimony of Jesus to the world. Amen. Not to just be fighting and struggling to try to get your bills paid and try to keep your family together. Most of the time we're in that position, that place, because we're not trusting the Holy Spirit. We're not, we're not obeying his leading, you know, because our flesh wants to get in it. Our flesh wants to get involved. See, God's not going to let anything happen to me. I want you to say that. Everybody say it. God's not going to let anything happen to me because I love God. Now let's stop there. Do you really love God? All right. I love God, and I've been created with a purpose. Nothing's going to happen to you because you, you love God. You put him first. You serve him. Somebody say here today, well, maybe I haven't really been putting God first. Maybe I need to get my life right. Well, just like that, you just look to God and say, forgive me. And mean it. Forgive me. And mean it. Forgive me. And you are instantly forgiven. And you get right back on the road and you just keep on going. That's called the grace of God. That's called the love of God. I just want to throw these couple of scriptures at you. Isaiah 42.9. Behold, the former things have come to pass and, a new, and new things I declare. New things I declare. New things I declare. How many of you are ready for a new thing? New season. New day. You ready? You ready, Rowena, for a new day, a new season? Praise God. Ready? Philip, ready for a new day and a new season? Here's the word. A new thing I declare. Are you declaring a new thing? Everybody say a new thing. Come on, say, I need a new thing. Before, listen, before they spring forth, Listen, before, this is the word of God. Before they spring forth, I tell you of them. See that dream and that vision? That's God speaking to you, brother. That's God speaking to you, sister. See, you know, maybe starting that business or expanding that business or, or doing something for the Lord or whatever it be. Whatever, if it's good and it's consistent with the word of God, it's God. It's okay. Before he brings them forth, he tells you of them. So you already have a glimpse of it. So don't lose it. Dream. Seek God. Dream. Lord, what do you want to do through my life? Wow. Show me. Give me a glimpse. Anybody get anything out of this? Or am I just preaching to myself? Listen, Isaiah 43, 18 and 19. Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Everybody say new thing. Now it shall spring forth. And then the question that God poses to us, shall you not know it? In other words, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. Don't you think I'm going to tell you about it? Don't you think I'm going to give you a little inkling of an idea where we're going? You see, God didn't put you in this world to be aimless and to, to, to be traveling around with no direction. That's why he shows you things to come. It's like shows you your destination. <laughs> Woo, glory. How many of you are ready to get to your destination? Well, I think I'm done. I preached this message three times. I'm done. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. So... So, God has good things prepared for you. Say it with me. Say, God has good things prepared for me. Even though I can't see it, even though I can't perceive it, with my natural abilities or senses, I know it by the Spirit of God. Put your hands together and give Him praise and glory. Tune in again Monday afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors. 
If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry. Just mail your request with your check to More Than Conquerors or MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Be sure to include the date of the message you're requesting. If ordering a complete Bible study series, a minimum love offering of $20 is appreciated. Identify the series and include the word series in your order. If you missed any of the hundreds of inspiring, life-changing Bible study messages of encouragement taught by Pastor Ray on this More Than Conquerors radio station, such as those on salvation, healing, miracles, faith, forgiveness, and many more, podcast downloads of all these programs are yours free of charge by simply going to PastorRayNY.com or WMCA.com and clicking on Podcasts. That's podcasts at either PastorRayNY.com or WMCA.com. Thank you for listening to and supporting this ministry of God-centered lessons of integrity and victory from the Word of God and being ever mindful that as life's challenges come, God's Word is truth and will always impact our lives in a positive way in making us more than conquerors.